Hey guys, how are we doing? It's Ian Benjamin and I'm delighted to be back episode two and I'm with Emma Parkins and a lot of you would have seen Emma's posts um, over the last few days on LinkedIn where she's taken over LinkedIn. She's got more views on a LinkedIn profile or on a video than uh, Kim Kardashian perhaps, you know what I mean? It's, just, it's been, been amazing. But um, what's good about Emma, she's a candidate, she's a digital marketing manager and she was furloughed and then regrettably made redundant and but she took it on herself to kind of get herself out there uh, which a lot of candidates can do but won't do and in terms of in terms of sticking her head above the parapet and making people aware of her skill set her availability and what she can bring to their business from from a digital marketing perspective so um welcome emma thanks and welcome Yay. to uh digital hub well an introduction thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> yes no, no problem at all no problem at all well what i want to do i want to carry on with the um what can i say Bit of, a, bit of a testimonial about your skills and achievement to date. Um, mm -hmm. Your previous boss at TBOSS, which is Total Back Office Solutions, a, a yep, respected yep, company, they, Stuart, um, says about you, Emma worked for TBOSS for just over 18 months as a marketing manager, and during that time, she demonstrated a wide range of marketing skills and knowledge. Whereas most marketeers have one or two skill sets, Emma has the capacity to manage Google Ads, social media campaigns, website, blog management, and event organization. Emma coordinated a full website revamp and change of logo within the first six months, as well as run a number of successful events and shows. Emma continuously looks to improve and increase her knowledge of current trends and new technologies within marketing, which I think it's amazing. Um, Emma's also very good at communicating with suppliers, clients, and prospects to deliver the company message and understands the potential ways our service could help. Emma's an asset to our company and she works for to any company that she works for. And I, for one, would like to work with her again. Amazing. That's lovely. That is Superb. lovely. You know, it's really, really good, isn't it? it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks, Stuart. <laughs> I might print screen it and put it all over LinkedIn. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So, so why is that? I mean, where, where did it all start? I mean, so well, also in terms of T-Boss, mm -hmm. what was your a typical day like for you at T-Boss? And was it kind of quite sad when, uh, you know, when you had to kind of part company with them? Yeah, because I think I did a lot of good things there in terms of they just moved into new offices as well. So we've got the new signage with the new logo it was going really it's, it's going really well for them in terms of um the whole rebrand we did we updated the website they've got banner running animations that i created on the website as well right stuff so in terms of a day-to-day -day, i would say i did google ads management facebook ads management email marketing and also wordpress website development but then i was also doing blogs content so animation video that type of thing Okay, well, um, that's a lot. That's a lot of yeah, things every yeah. day. <laughs> well, it, it varies from day to day, but like, let's say it, I'm not going to go through the whole week. But every day, I had a certain day that I would look at things and and put time towards. Like I had a task manager, and I made sure that everything was on 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 target. And right. with marketing, it has to be consistent. So you have to make sure that it's going out at the right time, the right day, and and hitting the right people. So it, which is what I I stuck to really. Gotcha. So what was the main objective for, for you taking that role or what was the main objective from their perspective in terms of getting a digital marketing manager? Were you, did you inherit a team? No. So when I came on board, it was basically I was going to start out and then hopefully build the team 
after that. So, but to be honest, when I came on board, there was quite a lot to do in terms of the new website and trying to rebrand it. They, they knew that they wanted to change their logo, which is what I which was what it was like in the first six months. So I dedicated all of my time to making sure we got the rebrand on point. Um, all of the clients were aligned with our email marketing. We built TBOS community, which was based around um, the TBOS clients and building our preferred suppliers list. So really building right. on that community element and, um, and it worked really well. So yeah, I'm really proud of the stuff that I did there on a day-to-day -day basis. They, their Google ads strategy, I built pretty much from scratch, from scratch. Okay. So yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Superb. So how much of that sort of web bill branding logos was done externally versus internally with yourself? So I went to work in talking to, to suppliers about the logo. So I went and had a look at different logos, brought them back to the directors and they, they picked one and we went from there and then I was just enforcing it all over the website. Right. In terms of web developer, I've got a really good web developer that I've worked with before, Indigo Tree. Um, I worked right. with them at Stanley Handling. And to be honest, they work really well with me, making sure that the website's on time and they know that I can do little bits and they don't yeah. pressure me to say, right, no, we're doing that. They're like, if you can do it, great. And we'll just build on that. Okay. So, so was there like certain uh, functionality that you wanted the new website to, to have and to achieve versus the so previous like website? On, on the company website, they've got profit calculators. Now that's quite heavy website development that I didn't know. Now that's, that's something they could help with. So that's when the web developers come in line. So in time, in terms of, building a new page or building a new uh, blog post, that's something that I can do. But right. the real nitty gritty website yeah, development stuff, stuff, yeah, Wonderful. I need okay. their help on. <laughs> Super. Well, I mean, it seems that obviously Stuart was very, very happy with what you did. And, yeah. You know, and did you, did you learn a lot? Do you kind of like, you know, stretch yourself in terms of your skills and knowledge during that period at TBOSS? Oh, yeah, for sure. In terms of... Events management, I put on the IR35 event for them in London, for all of the TBOS right. clients, making sure that I got the guest speakers on. So we had Barry Cullen from Intro Protect, who's a lawyer. He gave his opinion on, on IR35. We had Stuart Gap and, and do a talk as well. I also sure. did, um, I built on the Google ads in terms of display advertising, the little videos that come on before YouTube clips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've built on my Google Ads knowledge as well as events, video editing, all of those sort of bits. I, I think you, when you're faced with a new role and there's different tasks, you push yourself and you right. learn new skills. Wonderful. And where did the video, where did the inspiration come from your uh, video on LinkedIn this week? Just like, kind of like just exploded. Where yeah, I, to be honest, I was a bit reluctant to put it up. I think you know, with the whole Car Caroline Flack campaign with be, be kind and stuff like that. I, I did think that people were going to be a little bit judgmental, but then I thought, you know what, what have I got to lose? I'm Definitely. out of a job. I've got to put myself out there. I know I've got good skills. I've been doing this for five years. And the yeah. only opportunities that are going to come are going to be from me putting myself out there. So I thought, just do it. Give it a go. You're absolutely right. I mean, there is an influx of candidates right now uh, due to being furloughed, very redundant mm. because of the pandemic that we're in. And so did you think, well, look, I've got to sit my head above the parapet and yeah. to get some exposure? Of course. And, yeah. There's so many marketing people that have been made redundant. You've got to put yourself 
out there to be seen, whether it's animation. I saw, I've, seen, I've been seeing posts from other marketers. They're doing animations. They're doing um, like Canva snapshots of work that they've right. done previously. I'm seeing so many posts and you've really got to put yourself out there because this is the time where you need to show off your skill set. You sell companies and you sell products and you sell, I don't know, app, app installs or, or whatnot. You should be able to sell yourself. Yeah, I could agree more. I think everyone's doing it. Recruiters, um, mm. myself with the podcasts and other bits and pieces that I do. Um, but, you know, I think you do kind of psychologically struggle and yeah. self-doubt kicks in. You think, you know, am I going to get trolled, etc. Yeah. Uh, you also think, you also think should I give up? Maybe go into a different industry? And you're like, no, I worked too hard to do it. Don't give up. Don't sure. give up. Now, well done. It's amazing. Well done. And I, I think the response that you've got, um, the, the likes and shares and views have just been phenomenal and you truly well deserved and you've kind of given oh. a lot of inspiration to other individuals to do the same thing so um, I commend you for it it's brilliant well oh, done thank you it's been, uh, it's uh, been lovely so to, the kind messages I can't believe it honestly that's great yeah exactly I think it kind of encouraged you more and it should encourage other people to do the same thing so, uh, so well done yeah. so brilliant so this is all about you I want to kind of make people aware of, about you and what you can do what you can offer yeah. them and so, uh, so, so where did it all start then? Where did the interest in digital marketing, digital media, uh, where did it start for you, Emma? So digital marketing probably started around about four years ago when I worked at Stanley Handel and I was introduced into Google Ads. Yep. Before that, I used to do content marketing, so a lot of case studies, a lot of website development. So I guess you could say that's digital marketing, but the real hearty digital marketing stuff is like Google Ads, social media, PPC, right. and this was okay. just came off, really. Okay. So, but, yeah. but I can interject there for a moment, but I know that when you obviously graduated from university, I believe, yeah. and you've done, was it PR in there? So, um, yeah. so did you always have that sort of marketing PR sort of, you know, was that always there from, from back in the day or...? Yeah, so when I started, um, before I went to university, I knew I wanted to do something in marketing. Right, so okay, I, there we go. Yeah, yeah, so I had a friend, I had a friend that she did a public relations degree, and she went on to do quite good things. She's actually got her own business now, own clothing brand, that she's built on Facebook, which is wow. And, um... Get on the show. Here's a button boutique. But yeah, basically, she um, she got me into it. I thought, right, I'm going to do a PR degree. So I did that. And then I came out of uni. And I did traveling for three months, took a break, come back. And then that was when I went out and got a role, actually, in an umbrella company, first of all. Oh, I did the marketing on the side to get my marketing experience, because I like a lot of people who come out of uni. All yep. of these companies are like, you need marketing experience. And you're like, I have none. Right, yeah, I hear I hear Excellent, fantastic. So that was the first bit, and then you got the role with the handling company, and then yeah, I went into content like... marketing, and then I went to Stanley Handling, and that was when I did my first marketing manager role. So I did that, yeah. and then that that was when I it, uh, the floodgates opened with digital marketing. So because there was such a vast business of sales um, services that they sold, um, it was it was the fact that right Google Ads is the portal for it because people are searching for us. Right. But sure. Did they have a marketing presence? Sorry, did they have a like digital online presence at that time or was it nothing? No. So when I first started there, they knew that they wanted to do, they wanted to be on the first five of the Google search. And I said, right, leave it with me. Yeah, leave it with me. I will go to work. Yeah. And 
at that very time I, I took on an agency, a Google ads agency, and I just absorbed as much knowledge as I could from them and then just trained myself up on it. And I've probably got about four years strong Google ads knowledge and I've just Super. built on it. So you kind of just learned that, then you sort of started implementing your own strategies that you learned and yeah. analyzing the data and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Exactly. And I think the most powerful thing about Google ads is that you can retarget people that come to your website and you can also do that with Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. So that's huge. It's huge. So is that one of your, your key skills like the Google AdWords? Is that something that you kind of pride yourself on being? I would say Google ads is my strong suit. I've also got Facebook and Instagram ads as well. LinkedIn. So so like social media content marketing is a strong suit of mine, but then there's also WordPress website development as well. So gotcha. Gotcha. Wonderful. As I said, (laughs) very good. Very, very current skill set that's sought after, you know, and there's so many options out there. I think a lot of business owners, large and small marketing directors, um, they're bombarded with different options for their digital marketing, external options. And so, you know, it's to be able to kind of demystify that, and um, and, to, and to offer a, a employer a how can I say a considered and well sort of like thought out option, if you like, is, is what yeah. is what you can bring to the table. So so well done, well done for that. Um, what what is your favourite bit of tech right now? Would you say favourite bit of tech? I would say Force Twenty Four is like my new baby. I over HubSpot. Yeah, I used to be on HubSpot at Stanley Handling, and now I've shifted to Force 24. It's half the price, and it does just the job you need until you can afford something like HubSpot. I always say HubSpot's like the holy grail. Right. If you can, if you're looking for something that's a little bit cheaper but still does the job, then Force 24. Okay, superb. Anything else? Any one or two other options that you use that you kind of like? Yeah, so there's um, there's also Powtoon, which is like an animated video software that I used previously. Is it, once you get to know it and you learn it, you can actually build quite animated videos, which are short and snappy. I did it for the IR35 video, and right. CMOS, which went down really well. Fantastic. Like a lot of people, IR35 was just so confusing that nobody Very really much. knew what was going on. They were like, right, okay. So Still what is I did, confusing. Yeah. yeah, I just broke it down in an animation video. Right. Um, I got seeing that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I got quite a lot of feedback for it from it. So I was well happy with that. Yeah. So animation, how did you is that for through interest or is that something that you were asked to look at from T Boss perhaps or To be honest, it stemmed from the fact that not everybody wants to be in front of the camera. No not I don't really like being in front of the camera, but I know that this is where it's shifting towards. It's why I've done the video the other day and yeah. I think I was looking for another way to explain to people marketing messages or information Without doing it yourself yeah yeah so so i thought animation's the next best thing so I, I that's when i went into the animation animation bit big learning curve for the animation was it yeah to be honest that was an animation software so they've got it built you just have to learn how to use the software but i think during furlough i've made sure that i know the how to do animation in terms of Adobe After Effects, you've got Premiere Pro, which is for videos. So I'm really upskilling on that at the minute to make sure that I know how to do it, not just by using a software. Well done, that's fantastic. It's very, very current right now. I think a lot of people are embracing video, understand the power of video. And um, so you feel as though you kind of like, not accomplished, but you're you're on that journey to kind of like editing, animation, and being comfortable as something that you can offer to your next employer, perhaps? 
yeah, you should always upskill. It's another offering. Yeah, another brilliant. Offering that you can do. So you've made, good, so you made, you know, that, that time of being furloughed, you've made good use of that time. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't hold it against anybody that hasn't spent their time doing training stuff. I just like doing that. I like knowing how to figure out, figure out how to do things. So whether it's video editing, animations, graphic design, that stuff that I really, I'm quite a creative person anyway. So I really thrive on that. So yeah, that's that's why I've been doing it. Really, keep myself right. busy. Use my skill set, otherwise I'm just going to be bored at home, really. Fantastic. So you're creative and on the front foot and hands-on, would you say? Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely. Brilliant. I think they're really, really good skills there. So um, so what's next for you? I mean, so in terms of what type of company do you feel as though you could make an impact or make a difference to, would you think? I think the set? type of company that I would be really good at is somebody who's got a sort of stagnant digital marketing strategy and is looking for a recharge if that's somebody whether it's google ads social media pvc or they're just not getting the traffic that they want to their website or the right type of traffic because that was a problem that that we had at well they had at tboss before i came along was that they were getting loads of traffic but it wasn't the right type of traffic it wasn't their target market recruiters existing mm. recruiters they wanted that type of they wanted that type of audience so right. i think if you are a company that's trying to generate leads, sales of products, or even app installs, that's something that I could really work work well with. Right. So, so the app installs, that, that's a sector that you'd like to get into, the app installs, yeah? Yeah, because I'm seeing quite a lot of offerings from Google Ads and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn as an offering to upscale anyone who's trying to sell an app. So, And that is that's the next bit of sure. evolution in technology isn't it it's everyone's got an app or sure. not everybody needs an app that's the problem is that i think a lot of companies think oh god do we need to get an app it's like no it does it fit your brand your lifestyle or what you're looking yeah i yeah. mean do you not think the market can be in certain areas from from uh, where apps the app market can be saturated in certain areas like fitness for example or do you know do you not think that some of those areas is uh, well, they've had an influx. They've had an influx in amount of people doing app installs over COVID nineteen because people are looking for fitness apps. They're looking for cheap apps. They're looking for something that they can do home workouts. So I've I've invested in a an app that's just like ten pound a month for a running app, and I'm likewise over COVID. Strava, Strava. I've used it, but I've invested. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, likewise. I think my Strava gets used a couple times a week. It should, be a lot, it should be a lot more than that. Get his long legs stretched out. Brilliant. Now it's really good. Really, really good. So um, talking about COVID, I mean, when did you realise the thing? Oh my God, damn, this is proper serious. When did you kind of take that on board and think, think oh my God, I think we're going to be living in a, in a new world. When did that? When was that moment for you? I think back in April when I was put in put on furlough, I think that was a big shock for me because I thought, wow, I'm going to be bored over furlough. I need to I need to keep myself motivated. Even if it's just for my me own mental health, I need to make sure that I am prepared for when that day comes because I was seeing so many videos because I've got so many recruiters and suppliers on LinkedIn, I've seen so many videos being like, if you've been put on furlough, your job is not there at the end. And it's like, wow, this is shocking. Yeah. And it was scary. Scary, scary, scary times. Scary people times. like me, many people in marketing, many people in any other company were looking at these videos thinking, right, is my job safe? Yeah. And I, what can I do to, 
to to prevent that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, prepare for it. So was it like um, a decline in terms of TBOS from contractors, which is what they kind of specialise in, from a funding perspective? Was it kind of like you could see it dropping off from, like, say, March time? Was it a consistent sort of downturn? I think, I don't know the specific numbers because obviously right. that's that, that's their, sure. their company, but, but I think in terms of moving people from working in the office to remote working, it's a shift for any company and a lot of companies are all in survival mode. And to be honest, when I was told that I wasn't going to have my job to go back to, I didn't blame them for it. A lot of companies are in that situation and I think... Absolutely. You, it's business at the end of the day unfortunately it's unfortunate for me because I've got to try and find another role but I'm not going to look at it pessimistically I'm going to look at it thinking right I need to get excited about the next role that I'm going to do I need to not get down about it I need to just crack on right good good for you you had the right right attitude and you know and I've, been, I've been told that but what other attitude can you have you can't get down about it you have to just this is life yeah, I mean, you know, it's like some people are, are on the front foot about it and kind of face it head on. Other people kind of react differently to situations. You know, some people have been in the job like 20 years and I just can't imagine a day without having that same routine. So, um, but, you know, everyone's different at how they react to certain things. But I think you've reacted in the right way and um, it's it clearly gone about in the right way. Mm. Um, brilliant. So, <laughs> tell, a bit, tell a bit about you. So... You're similar to me. You're based in on the Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire borders, like myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, right near, so, yeah. <laughs> you are. I how close we are, to be fair, ironically. Um, we I mean, social distancing. We could have been in the same room. Yeah, I know. I could be in another room next door, you know. <laughs> but no, so, yeah, tell me a bit about you. So you're, you're based in Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire. I mean, you've recently bought a house with your partner, is that right? Yes, finally got on the property market about six mm-hmm. months ago. Love my house. It's been a long time coming from renting, 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 and now we finally got our house. It's amazing. So, yeah, we've got here, we're here with our little dog, Pablo. He is fantastic. Funny. Brilliant. He, and he likes to make out that he hates me, but he loves me. <laughs> Say that again. He likes to make out that he hates me, but he really loves me. He loves me, you, really. <laughs> I think so is my dog, actually. He's the same way. She's very much the same. Very much the same. <laughs> so, any other hobbies at all that you do or you kind of get into? So before COVID, obviously, I used to do a bit of spin. I used to do my Saturday morning spin, and I liked that. And obviously, because gyms are shut, it's like, wow, I've got to try and do something else. So yeah, just trying to stay motivated, maybe doing the bike every so often, because gotcha. I'm not huge on exercise. I'm more nutritional in terms of dieting and stuff rather than um, healthy eating. The exercise. But yeah, I, like I said, I've, done, I've downloaded a running app that I've done a few times. <laughs> Wonderful, brilliant. So you kind of kind of go out there what a couple of times a week running? Do you think? Or? Yeah, I try to do it once a week. That's probably more more me. <laughs> once a week, excellent, superb. Now let me ask you a couple of questions. So if you had to choose between, or, or, or what do you use? Do you use a Mac or a PC? So I invested in a Mac when this first happened. Now probably. A lot of people will probably think, "Oh, save money, save money," but I knew that buying a Mac would be investing in my career, in, 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 in the stuff that I'm learning every day. So, and to be honest, I've got the full setup at home now. So if I did right. have to go remote working, I've got it all set up, ready for me to go. But yeah, I'm, I can work on both. I worked on Windows when I was at... Did you? At okay. Yeah. So, so this, this is the first time using a Mac and you kind of found that transition quite easy, did you? Well, I was on a Mac at Stanley Handling and then oh, on right. Windows... Now that was a bit of a shift because obviously shifting, but I, I can use both. 
Okay, fine. Android or iPhone? Ah, so this is another. <laughs> I was an I was an Apple lover for many many years Me until I went through about three phones in the space of four months, all because of screens or water damage or whatnot. I was like, I'm not having the best of luck with this, so I, went, I jumped on the Android. Right. Well, Samsung, Samsung or. Oh, really? What, the Samsung or Huawei or whatever? Or? I've got a Samsung S9 at the minute, um, okay. and it's an Android phone, but I think um, I might go back to Apple now that really? I've got Really? Yeah, definitely. I'm an Apple it's person. Easier. I take yeah. pictures and stuff, it goes straight to my MacBook, and it'll be easier. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. For using Mac stuff, it makes a lot of sense, definitely. But I mean, my, my wife's got a Samsung, and the picture quality is amazing. Oh, it's yeah. I took that video. That, that yeah. video I did on Monday, I took that on my on my Samsung. That's nice. Yeah, significantly different, significantly much much better, much better stronger imagery. Okay, mm. football or rugby? Football, mainly Ooh. because I used to play it when I was younger. Can't kick a ball now, <laughs> but I used to play it when I was younger. So I get what, I high school, it. junior school. I did it in junior school. I didn't do it in secondary school. I did netball in secondary school. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, Wait, yeah. okay. Where did you play? Was you goalkeeper? Did you play up front or midfield? Do you remember? Centre. Would you really? Yeah. Going all around. No, centre, centre mid. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. And did you kind of keep an eye out for a team now, or has got a special team of yours at the minute, or not really? On on football, I yeah, football. I tend to look at Man United because I used to watch with my dad in the nineties. But if you ask me who the team are now, I don't know. Back in the nineties, <laughs> I know who they are: Scalzi. Yeah. Right, Beckham, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're not worth looking at now. <laughs> no, they want a bit of a comeback. I think they're kind of making their way back from from, yeah. from back in the early days, from, well, from the nineties, I think. And if you had to choose between a skiing holiday or a beach holiday, which one would it be? I've never gone on a skiing holiday, so it'd have to be a beach holiday. Beach holiday. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm the same. I can't imagine myself on skis. Oh my gosh, Jesus! I'd probably be useless. <laughs> I would be as well. I would be. I'd probably kill myself. Um, wine or cocktails for you? Wine all day. White wine, red wine, rose. <laughs> rose, really, in the middle somewhere. <laughs> rose for me, please. Thank you very much. You'll see me at, at the at the event. Have you, uh, did you go to recruitment agency expo? I did not this year. I did the year before. Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, we did. Uh, we exhibited there, and you, you'll see me with a large glass of wine after the event. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Actually, I've never seen you guys actually on LinkedIn. Oh, or, really? uh, with the photographs there, yeah. So well, uh, I did the posts. So yeah, yeah, it's a massive there. event for you, isn't it? It's perfect for you to be there, isn't it? I suppose for tea yeah. parties, without doubt. Yeah, we did well. We did an educational talk where we got Stuart up and he talked about tea boss and stuff, and it was really good. It was we got a few we got a few inquiries off the back of that. Yeah, not surprised. I mean, that is definitely your sweet spot in terms of target audience, isn't it? It's yeah. On the money, absolutely oh, yeah. on the money, absolutely. And okay, Aston Martin or Bentley? Bentley. Yeah, me too. Me As too. Kim Kardashian would say, you wouldn't. So she she talked about how like um she wouldn't have a tattoo put on herself because she's you wouldn't put um a bumper stick bumper sticker on a Bentley. Wow, I like it. <laughs> wow, wow, I like it. I was like, that is class. That is good. Yeah, good analogy. Good analogy. I'll have to agree with her as well, actually. Yeah. And music. I mean, what's in your iPlayer or what's in your Samsung, Spotify? At the moment in time what are you listening to at the moment in time ah oh, so much i've got i've got uh, i quite like dance music so me too what house yeah well yeah. i like old school garage as well like i like my old favorites stuff that i used to grow up to and yeah 
old school garage dance MC music. Neat and all that bit of MC Neat and all that sort of stuff. Do you like him? MC Neat? Yeah, all that. And, I don't uh, know who that is. Is that uh, really okay. bad? Um, yeah. Why MC, like garage? Is that bad? MC Neat. Um, oh, what song sorry. is it? Oh, um, oh, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing on the podcast. I thought um, I always had you there. <laughs> <laughs> not bad for a quick second, but no. Um, so like Craig David, that sort of era? Oh, Craig David, of course. Yeah. Rewind, all that sort of music. Seven Days, whatever it was, yeah? Brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and, I mean, do you play any instruments at all? I don't, but I used to play the trumpet when I was a kid. Again, gone, gone. All the knowledge, gone. gone. And yet, do, you know, do you know what put me off? Holding the trumpet case, going to school every day. I was like, I can't do this. It's not cool enough. It wasn't cool to hold a trumpet case. <laughs> no, I love it. I love playing. I mean, since I was 11, I've played, played the drums. So every now and then, I've, I've got my little practice pad in the office here. Uh, oh, wow. so I've a little play every now and then. But no, yeah. So it's just one that some people that I speak to are really, really into like the piano. Um, or last week, I spoke to Bree. She plays the guitar. So I thought I'd ask you the question. Yeah, well, super. that's good. That's good. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, this is pretty much it now. We're pretty much done. Great having you on as my second guest. Thanks really, really thanks a lot for that. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me on. No, not at all. I mean, anyone is listening or watching the video version of the webinar, but as you can hear, she's an amazing individual. Only that she's really, really skilled with digital marketing. So if you have an opportunity within your organisation for a full-time role, Emma, reach out to her directly. And obviously on LinkedIn, Emma Parkins will contact me and I'll put you in contact with her there's no fee at all for any sort of contact or um communication connection um to, to emma from my perspective at all really skilled i love the way she's kind of stuck her head above the parapet from a candidate perspective and i think it's something that other individuals in this market should adopt yeah uh, to highlight her skills and, and to kind of get herself out there so again well done for that it's amazing Thank but you yeah so much, you're welcome and thanks for being my, my guest for being my second guest thank you so much it's been great you can have me on i loved it you can have me that's on it. again that's fine thank you <laughs> thank you emma appreciate it <laughs>